You're on. Okay. It, it just said recording in progress. Okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Ella. And I'm Georgia. <laughs> um, and you are listening to What Are You Chirping Now For? So number one, and we always is like podcasting pros. We are podcast pros, yeah. So who are we? We are cricket gal pals, you could yeah. call us, I guess. Yeah. We met at uni, the uh, big up Exeter, Bleeds Green and all that. Yeah. Right. Um, this podcast started, it's going to get a bit deep, so uh, please take a deep breath, close your eyes and really get in the moment guys yeah so this started because of sexism in cricket i know 2022 what's going on here it shouldn't be happening should it it shouldn't um but we aren't that serious people are we really no not particularly so we're going to try and merge it together and we're going to see the outcome could be a pile of poo could be fantastic it could just be talking absolute rubbish with zero listeners other than ourselves maybe um no well, my mum and dad will watch that's for sure we'll have two your oh. mum and dad will watch yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay right so who are we basically we started the podcast to talk about sexism and cricket our campaign is called say no to sexism it started because of an incident that happened to me in the summer um and we realized there's actually zero awareness people don't understand that this happens the severity of it so we're here to raise awareness for it georgia jumped on the campaign with me because she's been through the exact same things herself as have majority yeah. of women so that's yeah. why we're here we're going to try and raise awareness in a bit of a funny way maybe not funny but we'll, we'll laugh at least i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, yeah, so we're going to talk about, you know, that will come into it a little bit, won't it? But then we're also going to talk about embarrassing moments on the pitch, but also not keep it all about cricket either, because not life isn't all about cricket, is it? It's not indeed, no. We are going to try and keep it nice and light-hearted. Yeah, and I've, I've got a question to, to start off with, if you don't mind. Okay. Please do, hit me. We're going with Ella in Georgia, but I, away from this, would never call you Ella, and you would never call me Georgia, and I forget to answer to it half the time. So are we sticking with Ella in Georgia, or are we going to call each other Borny and Ralphie, as we normally do? Yeah, so, yeah, so I would normally call Georgia Ralph, because at cricket, it's just what you call each other. And Ralph normally calls me Borny, but where we've been on some serious meetings with people talking about sexism in cricket, we have to refer to each other as Georgia and Ella, and it's very slip. confusing. And on, on that last podcast, I did slip, didn't I? With um... you did, you, yeah. It's difficult because we've never called each other it, and it's going from normal to formal, and that's not really us, is it? No, not really. No. <laughs> we've done that introduction. What is next on the agenda? Funny cricket stories. Ralph, I feel like you've got a fair few under your belt. You are. Just just for a bit of context. So for those of you who don't know Ralph, unlucky for you guys, she is essentially a walking ick. So everything she does is 
literally so cringeworthy like you look at it and you think oh my christ give me strength what the hell was that so <laughs> and i know for a fact that she's got plenty of embarrassing stories under her belt so please take it away ralph and not all on the <laughs> either i think that the first time you said that to me we were we were on holiday in mexico weren't we and the whole, <laughs> so the whole hospital that we were staying at um did the limbo and I was the last person in the in the line <laughs> to do the limbo and I thought what a great time we're having we're in Mexico having the best time ever meeting all these people it's time to do the limbo and both feet slid from underneath me and I went down with a bit of a thwack, didn't I? I have never seen someone hit the floor so hard in my life. <laughs> Once she hit the floor, her eyes opened and you could just see the pure, for God's sake, in her <laughs> eyes. Why me? Why now? Trying to reinvent myself in Mexico and splash on the floor in front of a bunch of strangers. I was dying on the floor I've never laughed so hard in my life <laughs> could only happen to me could only happen to me yeah absolutely yeah. that's that's that is why the ick situation occurred and after that I mean, like, you, you have you have always been an ick it's that's just the moment it did occur to me that actually this is your personality yeah oh wow I'll add it to my cv as well I think <laughs> right your cricket um, story your cricket story um so my cricket story um was when I was playing cricket in Barbados um not to brag at all but I was playing against Barbados they had Hayley Matthews playing for them so for anyone who doesn't know cricket she plays for West uh the West Indies um and she'd just taken two wickets and two balls and I was next into bat so I stood up, put my gloves on, was sat next to our coach, and I turned to her and I said, she's not getting a hat-trick to me. Nah, nah. Walked in, got ball, middle stump first ball, walked off the pitch, and just in horror at the fact that I had just very explicitly said that I would not get out first ball and give her a hat-trick, and I did. And my coach made me suffer by um, making me do an ice bath after the game. That's that's not fantastic. That's not fun. It was quite embarrassing. Yeah, that doesn't sound ideal. Yeah. Have you got a story for us right. with us? This I'm gonna throw Ralph under the bus here. And this isn't trying to drag her down, but anyone who went to Exeter Uni and played in our team will also always laugh at this moment. So Ralph is actually a very good cricketer. She's very, very good. Oh wow, she today. I normally say this behind your back, not to your face. <laughs> and she always feels uh, it like short extra. So she's always there and the catches on these dives, nothing to her. She's like a brick wall, like from a brick house, aren't you? Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment, but I'll take it. <laughs> and uh, there was this one game and first, first shot, it's straight to her, easy catch, straight out the hands. Her face has gone white as a ghost. She's pretty, pretty pale as it is. It's white as a ghost. Embarrassment. Fair play. It's only one catch, though. Number two. Same again. 
drops <laughs> and then she then was it did you move yourself out after this one or was that after the third one no but this one was slightly harder I think I think then one got absolute cream to her and she then dropped it again so this is three drops drop catch in this game she's captain as well she's absolutely fuming dropped three catches life's not good she's and not clean and fast. this was an inter-squad game wasn't it so everyone mm. in the club was at that day and it was like the last game of the year. My last game for the uni, I think. So this was the last, like, gig. Last, last memory of you playing cricket. So anyway, she's captain and uh, she's gone. She's absolutely raging. Like, we'll try and joke with her, not having any of it. Storms off to the boundary, right drop, arms crossed, stood there, dead pound face. It's gone Definitely. straight to her, up high. I definitely kicked the floor before that in, in my strop. Oh, mate, you were raging. Absolutely yeah. raging. Like, like a bull on, on seeing red. And, um, yeah, it's gone straight to her and it's gone straight through her hands. And literally everyone who's come to watch is on the floor crying with laughter. Well, that's how I remember anyway. And I was literally dying. It was so funny. And as soon as she came off, I started making jokes. And she was like, Bonnie, now is not the time. And I was like, I'll wait, I'll wait till later, then then I'll carry on. No, I think yeah. I, I recall because I then opened the batting for the second innings and I recall you saying, oh, yeah. me, How long do you want me to leave it before I make a joke? And I said, Maybe don't go in straight away. Let me let me get off the mark first, settle into my my innings, and then go for it. First ball, you yeah, said that was something a- like, Are you gonna miss a oh, drop another one or something? I don't know what you said in the end. I can't remember, but it was, yeah. It doesn't sound that funny to, to listen to, but if you're there, it was bloody hilarious. Like, we were laughing so much. And I haven't heard the end of it, even to this day. Uh, well, I don't think you should hear the end of it, if I'm honest. It was, it was an awful moment in your career, and I think it's good to be humbled now and again. It was. I should have, I should have hung the boots up after that, I think, to be honest. Yeah. Especially Jack, our coach, he was absolutely wetting himself, wasn't he? Yeah. He was umpiring at the time as well. He was crying. Yeah. yeah I, I saw him crying, actually, which made me even more angry. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Talking of funny stories, it's not a funny cricket story, but sorry, Brad, this is going back to you again. When we were in Mexico, um, we were <laughs> we were go like going to all these cool places. We went to a cenote, and essentially it's like a big oh, cave with a hole in that you jump into the hole. That's the best way to describe it. Would you say the same? Like yeah, a big gulf perfect. of water. Perfect. <laughs> and um, you've got like this platform, right? And you jump off it, jump in, fantastic. Rob's like, yeah, I'm gonna go first. <laughs> I'm gonna film myself. She's got a GoPro out, and as she's gone to take a jump off, her foot is like slipped from under her. And she had just gone face. What was it belly splat, face plant? What do you call it? Belly Into flop. the water, whatever it was. That's it, belly flop. But my legs did. Yeah, they? as she was going down, her legs were going like wiggling. Oh my god, I was dying. And when she just hit the water, all of like the security guys, which like lifeguards, I was like, I can't think of anything today. The lifeguards are like, oh my God, is she okay? Is she okay? And I'm there, or like, again, crying with laughter. I'm actually a bad friend. Meanwhile, <laughs> I was hoping that I drowned at that point to uh, avoid popping up to everyone going, what the hell was that? 
I just come up, I'm going, Ralph, Ralph, you okay? Like, you know, the thumbs up, like, you're all right. And she's just not answering me, just swam the other direction. <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, guys, she's fine. Don't worry about her. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you know, I, I, I haven't had a chance to tell you this since Mexico. Um, oh. Anyway, whilst we were in Mexico, it was our first day. And yeah. we went out snorkeling, didn't we? And we yes. both returned. We sat on a <laughs> sitting on the bus and wondering why our backsides were hurting, only to find out that we were ready. <laughs> <laughs> so we both had burnt our bums on day one because where you're snorkeling, the only thing that's out of the water is your bottom. So we're literally. I, I still have the perfect tan line on my <laughs> behind. The thing with with Ralph, if if you're listening to the podcast and and not don't have the video, then Ralph is a ginger and she's got very pale skin. So a little bit of sun, she is like she's like Poe from the Teletubbies. She's so red. <laughs> <laughs> she's I honestly know quite well, but mm. not that day. But to be fair, it was like four hours in the sun no yeah. sunscreen on because she went to put it on and the guy was like no no it kills the wildlife kills all the fish yeah, I got told off for killing the fish for my sun cream um, oh I pay fishies I'd rather lean in there yeah that was funny though right next on the agenda Georgia Ralph please so, share would you rather have you got one prepared is it <laughs> let's see would you rather yeah Let's see, would you rather? Um, uh, you go first, I think. Me? Okay. So this is quite a random one because okay. I was unprepared and I thought of this just before oh. we started. But okay. in your house, would you rather have a dishwasher or yep. someone that does all your ironing for you? What the hell kind of question is that? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Ralph. I, I don't see the use of an iron. I never use it. But you know what I do? I have a little life hack. All you've got to do: get your clothes on a hanger. Here you are, guys. Get your clothes on a hanger. Get a hair dryer. Is that you do? Mm-hmm. Shake it. Give a hair dryer. Shake. Uh, gets all rid of the wrinkles and creases. Does that work? It's actually jeans. You iron your jeans. Only certain types. Is like, that a joke? <laughs> only like work. Ralph, Ralph, seriously, you need a hobby. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> you cannot it, iron it, your it jeans. Take my time now, and I I won't be ironing clothes. I hate ironing. You iron your iron. jeans. I've only, never ironed my jeans. Only work jeans. Like, How thank you do they get? Mine's so beautiful. My, like my normal jeans don't, but I've got like a cream pair that are. Oh, I like those ones. I don't know, but they're they do wrinkle. Wrinkle. That's really bizarre. That is. I'm not gonna lie. That's like criminal behaviour. I'd probably ring the police about that. <laughs> you shouldn't be ironing your jeans, my friend. You really shouldn't. So definitely a dishwasher. Right, I'll give yeah. you one. Go for Would it. Would you rather? Okay, you're bowling in cricket scenario. You're bowling. Would you rather bowl with a red onion 
or, or a potato. The fact you have them to hand. <laughs> you must always have vegetables to hand. You never know what might happen. If it's intruder now, bop, 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 bop. they're gone. Oh, so you're later. going to throw an onion and a potato at them in the hope that... Um, well, okay. yeah, I mean, it's better than nothing, isn't it, really? Okay. A, sorry, would I rather bowl with an onion or a potato? Is that the question? I wasn't listening because I was just looking at... Yes, but it's not like, it's not a like a baked jacket potato. It's like a baby potato. New potato type thing. Um, I think I'd go onion. Because I feel like yeah. they're rounder rather than the potato is more oval. Yeah. But they're quite hard. And I feel like the skin would hold everything together. Yeah. Whereas if I think I'm going to like, it would just fly everywhere if, they, if someone hit it. I agree. Yeah, I'm going onion as well. Very good shout. And you could probably shine it a bit as well, maybe get a bit of swing, maybe. You absolutely can shine it with that skin. You're abs- you're getting a gorgeous bit of, bit of a waist swing there, mate. I'm in first tip. I've just taken an absolute blinder. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a red onion. <laughs> All right, go on, shoot one. Not literally, just a question. Another, another. What we do more than one? Yeah. Oh gosh, haven't prepared. Let's for that. go. Um, First thing pops into your head. Bang. Go. Would you rather orange juice or blackcurrant? What the hell? Blackcurrant, of course. Oh, really? Oh. I'm an orange girl. Quite literally. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. <laughs> I don't oh, know. You can't. Right so that doesn't work. But. They're both nice at blackcurrant all the way, 100%. You can't fault it. Goes with everything. Everything. Right. One more for you. Would you rather be living in South Africa in a, but you've had to dig yourself some form of hole in like a jungle type area? Right. And you have to live in this hole and you can, and you can like, create like as in cover yourself so you can create a little house in this hole so you're protected from whatever so my question is to you would you rather fend off wild species with a horseshoe or a a metal like solid metal coat hanger I would love to live in your brain of how you've just come up with that. <laughs> so we've gone, I'm living in a hole in South Africa. Well, yeah, but you've got my own house. Yeah, so you can, now you I'm fending off intruders with either a horseshoe or a metal hanger. Um, yeah, but it's like a thick hanger. I'm going to go horseshoe. They're heavier. Okay. Cause more damage. Okay, but you have to get closer to this to whatever animal it is in order to use it. So by then, are you dead? So you're saying to me, a lion is coming towards you. You've got a little horseshoe, and you're going, right, come here, bang. You're doing nothing. Yeah, because you've got a li- little bit more leeway. Yeah, but I feel like it would break, surely. If it's metal, you've got a hook on there. I think if a lion is coming towards you and you've got a horseshoe or a coat hanger, I think you're done for anyway. 
<laughs> I would start saying the prayers. Yeah. Please. God, if you're out there, now's the time to show me. <laughs> That's what I'd be doing. <laughs> what, All right. How, I'm good. baffled as to how you've come up with that, but fair enough. Good. That's a good, would you have a question? It's, yeah, it's, it's insightful. Tells me a lot about you. It means you've got no survival instincts. That's what it tells me. <laughs> really? It tells me, I'm thinking, morning, if you're going to Desert Island, don't take Ralph with you. She'll do nothing. Do you know Might what? make you laugh a few times. Fair do play. You know what? I would have said about a year ago that my survival instincts would be far, far better than yours. And then, and I hate to bring it up again, but when we were in Mexico, you decided to bring with you some absolutely <laughs> hefty um, doorstop thing. I don't even know what it was, but it came in three parts and each part weighed about five kilograms. I don't know how you carried anything else in your luggage. But all you had to do was to keep the door shut when you were in somewhere. And I mean, it's really good because it kept you safe. But... Right. <laughs> Let me say myself, this was handy on multiple levels. So it's like a giant metal pole. And essentially it's got a little like hook underneath that you put underneath the door. So no one can open the door handles. Therefore they can't get into your room if you're in there. Because you're sometimes I was traveling alone, trying to be safe, smart. But with this metal pole, it was split into like three sections. You could like clip it all together. <laughs> so if you unclipped it to then carry it around, I always keep one in my hand luggage in case anyone gave me any, any problems. Whack it out. Come on then. Bah! Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think it's just common sense. To threaten me this time. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point, I did say to you, Ralph, look, take one as well, just in case of both, you, you know, you also we're being, being surrounded, we can just go ambushed. Yeah. I just think it's not. Yeah. yeah. That's good to One of your hefty weapons. Yeah. Um, Genius. Thankfully, you didn't need it, but you know, had we have needed it, it perfect. So, I yeah. now agree with you that you have better survival instincts than I do. Great. I don't think mine are great either. So I think we're both pretty screwed if we were ever to need them. Yeah. I mean, we got. Just to so, so. <laughs> Bring on the next challenge. <laughs> Oh my life, I don't even know. Kilimanjaro, London yeah. marathons, but no, I'm not even going to joke about that. I'm not doing marathons. I'm not doing a marathon. Absolutely <laughs> no chance. No chance. I do Kilimanjaro, but I'm not doing a marathon. Maybe just like opening an NIB for us, I think, instead. <laughs> that would do. That would do me. Okay. Right. What's our next thing? Discussion of other stories. George oh, Ralph. Yes. I forgot we were doing this. That was um, number three, but we delayed it in the. Yes, that's because I didn't write edge. that one down. Um, yes. So, so, am I going? You go in. You go. Me. Go for it. Okay, cool. So, obviously, this all started around our Say No to Sexism campaign. We did a, a podcast um, as, as, what do you call them, interviewees? Yeah, so essentially, um, James Butler invited us on his on his podcast to talk about our campaign, why it started, what happened, and where we're going with it. So if you want to give that a little watch, please do. It's the Cricket Badger podcast, little uh, plug, shameless plug. 
Yeah. Pull my hands up. Um, so yeah, he essentially interviewed us as, yeah, I'd call it that, um, and asked us loads of questions. So Ralph, carry on. Yeah. Take it away. Um, and it was after that that we both pretty instantly messaged each other like, we should do a podcast. We'd be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> nobody's going to be laughing at this they're going to be going what the hell are they talking about no, and the thing is I actually know that for a fact because I feel like we've got a very bizarre we, we laugh at not funny things bizarre things so I just know for a fact it's going to be us laughing thinking this is fantastic zero views zero listeners I'm also well. going to go slightly off what we're talking about I'm also slightly concerned at some of the stories that are going to come out because I, I in, think in a lot of listeners won't know but we lived together for a year, didn't we, at uni? Good. And yeah, university. Yeah. It was also in the part of lockdown. So we spent a lot of time together. <laughs> and oh, oh, no. I was no, this isn't me, but I was violently hung over and I performed the entire film of Shrek in about oh, 20 oh. minutes. Yes. <laughs> And it started, it was just me and one of our other housemates in the room, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, it started and I was thinking, this is awful. (laughs) Like, please leave the room now and shut up. And then I really got into it and I was, I was glued. Yeah. And it it went on for about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, But you always said to me that you were going to do round two of Shrek. Yeah, the thing is, I'm going to do it with a new film, but I don't know what film to do it with because you've got to do inside out. You've got to have the whole film, the whole plot. Because mine was at least 15, 20 minutes, was it? Yeah, and it what you filled the whole story of Shrek. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite something. You might have to do a rendition on the podcast at some point, I think. (laughs) There's always Um, potential. If not, I think Em filmed the whole thing, so... I'm sure we can use her footage. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Fantastic. I was too ingrained in what you were doing to film it. Anyway, yes, let's get back on, on topic. Um, so, yeah, this all started from our sexism, say no sexism campaign. Um, so, obviously, as we've said, we want to tie elements of that in, but it's not all going to be about that. Um, but we did see, or I saw a story on LinkedIn um, recently of a lady who was coaching an under 10s hockey team and she basically was asking for advice because she'd taken these girls to a, a hockey tournament and one of the guys that was hosting the tournament was being very rude to everyone there and being just very sexist um, which I think is disgusting to happen at an under-10s tournament. But it just goes to show that it's not just cricket that, you know, as we experience, but hockey as well. And hockey is a sport that a lot of women play. I mean, I play hockey. But it's, you know, it's not like cricket, where cricket is typically a male-dominated sport. But I just found it very interesting to see that it was happening in hockey as well yeah absolutely I mean also at the end of that post um she she mentioned a question she said um I didn't know what to do in the situation should I have stood up and said to the man you know stop but then I also didn't want to 
my girls didn't want me to embarrass them and I didn't want to take away from all the good play they'd done and make it about this and you know ruin the atmosphere of the day and I think that's a really interesting question because I think especially in like you said cricket is a male-dominated sport mm-hmm. it's difficult because if you say something you're then the one bringing it bringing it down or bringing the vibes down and you know it's making it you get rid of the lads banter whereas yeah. it's actually not that at all so Ralph if that was you as a coach or even reflecting now do you think she should have spoken at the time or dealt with it afterwards? I think um, with the girls being so young, I think perhaps to do it in front of them, maybe not great because they probably didn't understand what was being said perhaps was sexist. They probably didn't know maybe, but I certainly would have taken him away and had a quiet word with him and just said, that's not acceptable because... If he's running tournaments, then he could be doing that to everyone week in, week out. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think that yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think she actually said if she said anything at all to him. She, she might have said something. I don't, I don't know. But um, it's just, I guess, it's kind of scary to to see that people, when presented with that situation, mm. you don't know how to act, do you? No, you don't. And I, to be fair, I don't know how I would have reacted if I was that coach, but I don't know if I necessarily agree with you because, yeah, I get the girls are young and I don't necessarily think she's been a, a big scene in front of them, but mm. they, this could then be very passive and slowly get ingrained in their brain that this is okay. That's so true. if you don't say anything in front of them, then yeah. they think, oh, it's fine. That's so also very true. Difficult one. I guess I think my the reason I went with the point that I did was because mm. if you don't know this person, which she didn't know him, I would just be concerned as to how he would handle me confronting him about it would be. Um, you like, you don't know if he's going to... Yeah, yeah, which seems in itself horrible to say that a woman confronting yeah. a man apparently isn't allowed. No, because especially as a woman, they don't want you to... Well, they typically some men don't like it when a woman challenges them that's again not all men I'm not saying that some men don't like it when women have a position of power so if you then do challenge the man it it gets a bit difficult situation uh, and you're immediately dismissed so it's a difficult situation to go through so it's hard to know and I don't think there is a right or wrong answer I think the point of her posting that is it's good because it means I have an opinion Ralph has an opinion they're similar not the same but then for example that hockey coach will have an opinion. Um, yeah. My dad will have an opinion. My mum, everyone has a different opinion about it. And that's, yeah. it's not saying, well, you're right, you're wrong. It's about going, okay, what's your opinion? How can we get a general answer and just raise awareness of how yeah. we'll go about in the future? And, so I think that's And also one that I think it's also so dependent on that particular situation. Like we could have mm-hmm. told the same story, but the actual character that was perhaps saying these things could be, more threatening or um he could have just been a more scary person in which case you have to weigh up whether it's almost safe to call that out whereas it could have been a more timid person that actually if you did say something to them they would probably not realize what they were saying and gone oh I'm really sorry so I think in each situation it's probably quite different as well and you don't know that until you're in it no, it's trying to understand the person's intentions. So a lot of comments that I've personally received in cricket, it's I understand the intention isn't to be malicious. 
you know and that's why I don't necessarily get offended by it because I understand the intention is to try and be somewhat comforting or or just trying to be a compliment if they're making a comment about my body when it's it's not because it's not appropriate um so I think a lot of it's understanding the intention and it's it's you've got to speak out but whether you go against the whole so for example for our campaign we're going against the message of of sexes we're not going against one person one team one whatever you know it's more about so if we raise awareness more people know what's right and what's wrong and how you act and how you don't yeah so that's our main power it's not about being like well you did this in 2017 so you know shame on you you were getting this like no it's not that it's yeah. move on from it and then let's everyone's, try and push forward yeah and everyone's learning aren't they um, yeah, exactly I yeah. think the main thing as well is in the future we want to make sure that women and girls feel comfortable in, in every sport they play and if there is a situation that comes out they feel comfortable enough to call it out whether that's on the day there and then when it happens or afterwards to a coach manager whoever official so I think it's just making sure that's our message and that's what we want to get across to everyone listening really Ralph would you agree yeah. anything different yeah yeah no definitely I also you just reminded me um we got sent some questions didn't we we did yes and we were going to perhaps we weren't going to go into detail on them but we were going to answer them broadly weren't we and then we're going to answer them yeah do you have them on you do you i think you've got them haven't you i don't know where they are (laughs) so one of the questions was do you have any plans to support other minorities within cricket ralph yes we do we do um I thought it was a longer question from my memory, but um, there's another yeah. one. Another one. Uh, okay. Uh, well, the answer is yes. We do have plans to do that. Um, I think, as we've already said, we're going to talk about a variety of topics, and I think I know certainly for me, some of them are quite high on my list to talk about um, mm-hmm. through my own personal interests. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was such a horrible way of wording it. I don't know why I worded it like that. Um, <laughs> that's an ick right there. Um, that's a bit of a mystery in the air. I like it. So then after that question, it says, e.g. LGBTQ+, ethnicities, class, languages, body size, disabilities, education, etc. So do you want to say anything about that or do you want me to... Yeah, well, I mean, I'm quite very open. I am part of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is my ally. Say ally. (laughs) Ally! (laughs) That was her other interests. That's Uh, why we giggled at That's why I laughed when I said my personal interests. That was, I I don't know why. I don't know why you did that. That wasn't it. So any uh, females out there, you know? I've got a cute little ginger on the end of here. Who, uh, <laughs> number. Well, you've sold me as a walking ick, so I think um, I think that game's already yeah, over, is. isn't it? But walking icks do make you laugh. So, what's your priority? <laughs> well, people are going to listen to this and realise I'm not funny anyway. So, true. She's not got a lot going for her, bless her. But no, <laughs> she can. <laughs> um... <laughs> but in regards to. Um, other minorities yes absolutely always um in we I mean I personally I know you've loved us as well on social media we're, we're often speaking about issues going on in the world sharing things and, and whatnot and trying to listen to people where we can and really trying to 
educate ourselves on things that don't affect yeah. us um yeah. so yeah absolutely we'll always try and and learn as much as we can we'll always support where we can as well um and yeah absolutely we've definitely got plans to incorporate those things so a fantastic question we have another question saying which i think this is actually a really really good question very progressive absolutely love it any advice for the younger generation to both boys and girls witnessing sexism yeah that's that, you're right it's a good question um my advice would be to not be quiet about it um because I know certainly for me growing up I would wait I I know there was one game that I played that the opposing team's coach um was very sexist towards me um and I waited until he and everyone else had left the ground before I told my mum and my mum was Mm. like I wish you'd have told me when he was here and I would have gone over and spoken to him um So I think, and then to think that that guy has probably said that to other girls maybe, or said that to other people, even away from cricket. Um, yeah. It's quite a sad thought, really. Mm, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I think it's a great question because my advice would be to always call it out. So for me, growing up, I've always grown up in a, in a male team, a uh, girls team as well, but mainly males. So they would never dare say anything remotely sexist or if they, if they didn't realize it was sexist they'd always be called out immediately so it's never really happened within my club it's always happened with um the opposition for me so slightly different experience to you Ralph but still similar but absolutely call it out um I was right. different I said that it was the opposing team's coach oh yeah it wasn't oh, it wasn't it wasn't anyone in my club oh, yeah. oh, no they were nice to me in my club Oh that's, oh, that's really good. I'm happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then it's the same. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, so the same as you, Ralph. Um, yeah, call it out. Or if you don't feel comfortable saying it to the person who's made the comment, tell a coach, tell a parent, tell a manager, whoever, yeah. even tell a teammate if it yeah. makes you more comfortable. Um, yeah. And say, can you tell them this happened? Whatever you need to do. Because whoever makes you feel comfortable, tell them because it's not going to get sorted unless you do. It's a difficult conversation to have. Don't get me wrong, it's not pleasant. But the more people are aware of it, the more can be done to stop it and prevent it next time. So that's my advice. Very good. Very well worded. Um, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. I'll accept my Oscar next week. Um, one final question. Why did you two decide to start a podcast? Oh, wow. I think you should answer this one first. So I've answered the others first. Hey, okay. So, I mean, we kind of already touched on it, to be fair. Um, we had a message. We wanted to get, get it across. We went on a podcast with James Butler and we absolutely loved it, thoroughly enjoyed it. And I believe the message Ralph sent to me after the podcast was, you are made for radio. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wow, who knew? Um I mean, I don't necessarily agree, but it's nice, nice to be told that. Um, and then, I, then we were like, you know what? Let's do it. It's now or never. Let's go for it. We set up then our social medias, started planning, started researching how to actually do it, um, which Ralph has basically done most of. So I'm not going to try and claim that. What I've done is, oh, can we do this? Can we add this? Come here. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how we started to spread the message and to 
I think as well, when you're spreading the message, you want the atmosphere to feel safe. So I feel like in a podcast, uh, when you know each other or as the distance gets to us, it feels like a safer environment. That's my yeah. thought process anyway. But. Yeah, I think yeah. you've missed off something massive there, though. Oh, have I? Oh, what's yeah. that? Well, that's a, really, we think we're absolutely hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> we actually are though and we it's a fat lie but if we keep telling ourselves we're funny then <laughs> fake it till you make it no <laughs> oh absolutely I'm already picturing myself and I'm a celeb next year so yeah I think <laughs> I'm gonna win to, I'm not gonna lie you have to be a celeb before that don't you yeah but Ralph I'm gonna get famous I'm not sure how potentially the pod- the podcast Ralph just do you know what this reminds me of right <laughs> This is an ick for both of us. So in Mexico, picture the scene, it's karaoke night. <laughs> and basically, they say to you guys, want to do karaoke? We're like, no, no, like, it's fine, it's fine. They're like, should we do it? Okay, yeah, we'll do it. So we go, actually, no, we will do it. And we choose to sing Mr. Brightside. Pause. We did not take that much um, persuading to do the karaoke. We were very keen. Oh, like- I feel like I I needed some persuasion. I don't think I was sold. You were straight in there. I'm sure you were. You love a karaoke. Maybe it was karaoke not the other, other few nights that I wasn't keen on. Oh, it was after. So it was karaoke <laughs> after this event. So we got asked to do karaoke after this embarrassing event, and I was like, no, that's yeah, we're was. never doing and never doing a karaoke yeah. again after this. That was it. Yeah. So anyway, we're like, yeah, we'll do it. We're like, we're going to sing Mr. Brightside, absolute classic. Get the crowd pumping, and beforehand, <laughs> Ralph, do you want to tell us a bit? Ralph was very passionate about how well we were going to do, but well, yeah. not. Yeah. So the hostel we were staying at was a chain, and. The next place that we were going to, which was the next day, I think, was mm. on this chain. So, and a lot of people did that route. So they went from one hostel to the next. And I kind of assumed that a lot of people would go from this chain to the, the chase chain in the other location. So I thought that if we did as well as I thought <laughs> we were going to do, that we would make ourselves famous when we got to the next hostel and that everyone would know who we were because they would have heard of our amazing karaoke performance but it didn't really go down like that did it but before we even on stage we were there like practicing going through like dance moves figuring it out we yeah. even went back right down to a hostel room to get a big swig of water to make yeah. sure that our throats are fully hydrated rather to are ready to sink yeah um so we get up there, we're given a microphone, we're given it the beginning, we're going, Oi! like trying to get the crowd going. We've started singing. The soundtrack has not come with us. <laughs> so we're going, I forgot yeah, about that. <laughs> I forgot but about that. Yeah. That sold us down the river, right. didn't it? Because we were like screaming on a mic going, coming out of my cage and I've been doing just fine. <laughs> um, and then we look around, everyone's silence looking at us like, <laughs> yeah embarrassing and we're like oh okay so like oh we're gonna restart it so obviously you lose all the momentum but at this point everyone's turned around no one's even looking at us right apart from one, one american guy in the back anyway we're like we, do, we go for the whole song we're bouncing we're, we're doing this trying to get the crowd up we're screaming arms everywhere dancing giving it our absolute all 
no one's given us the time of day so no. my American dude back said, this is a great song choice scream with us but yeah we, we pulled people up didn't we to dance with us and everything and that was the moment that I realized that nobody cared at all <laughs> and one of the girls who was who like was in our hostel uh hostel room we were like oh can you film it for us like we want to show everyone when we get back home we want to like share it on social media you know she stopped filming after about 20 seconds maybe not even that i think she so was up, dying from embarrassment for us she was embarrassment no footage and i was like oh my god she's embarrassed for us um yeah it was not good very embarrassing we absolutely flopped like at the end, I don't think anyone clapped, if I'm honest with you, and everyone else got clapped. No. And then no. we then ran down to our room like, oh my God, what have we just done? <laughs> we sat on chairs away from everyone, just head to head <laughs> out, going, what the hell have we just done with our lives? Like, people were embarrassed to look at us, and I'm not even joking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we we oh didn't God. even go out that night, did we? We decided to get, we, we were better <laughs> off in bed. <laughs> well, no, no one even wanted to hang out of us after that. No one would even look our way. And if, I think, yeah, you have a bad performance, but come on, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, it was um, not good. No. So that is definitely some PTSD from Mexico. That was a big ick. Yeah, I'm never doing a karaoke again. I don't think I've got the confidence. I'm quite a confident person, but now <laughs> I've got none. None. Well embarrassing. Yeah. so and, and the thing is Ralph, Ralph was like I thought people were going to film us put it on social media we're going to go viral we're going to get famous that way and I was like yeah 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 oh definitely well, definitely yeah. bigged us up a bit too much didn't I yeah you, you were extremely confident in our abilities yeah. I'm not sure where you got it from I don't know where that came from no because it's not I like don't. either of us are singers there we go although our jingle does beg to differ about the singing on the singing the jingle front. so yeah, should we play it? Play it again. Play it again. Let's give it a go. There we go. I need to get you on the singing as well on that one. That is sung by our very own Georgia Elf, by the way. I am Just very talented. That. that is what people say. Multi-talented, absolutely. Right, should we uh, wrap it up? Wrap it up, yeah. Every week we are going to give you a piece of advice. Not necessarily good advice, but advice is advice. You can take it or leave it. What advice are you planning on giving? Well, I'm just saying, like, don't eat yellow snow, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Is that your advice for the week? <laughs> don't no, eat yellow snow. <laughs> well, unless it's, like, orange-flavoured snow, like a snow cone. Ralph, you go first. Okay, Ralph, what's your advice? Okay, my piece of advice would be back yourself all the time, even if you're terrible. Have a limit. <laughs> even if you, te- yeah, but we owned it. We owned it. Come on, it was embarrassing. Yes, but funny story yeah, now. So mm. own it. True. True. What are you saying? What are you chirping now? I'm chirping, and I'm gonna say. I sure I'm going to say don't eat yellow snow unless it's an orange snow cone. That's my advice. It's quite good advice. I mean, I don't know how much you come across orange snow, but I mean, my other advice would be if there's a sexist comment going on, say no. Just say no. 
say no. You're not doing that no. for me today. No. no, thank you. No. Turn around and walk away. <gasps> Sing the song. Turn around now, because you're not welcome anymore. I got all the love to give. What are we going to give for the Turn around. Now they're never fall apart. That one. Yeah. We're your next factor. Christ. Yeah. The voice, I'm hitting my big red button and I'll turn around. Yeah. Okay. All, All right, right. I think then. we should end this, shouldn't we? Yeah. Have a lovely week, um, all, and we shall see you next week. Have a fantastic working week. Get sloshed on the weekend. Make bad choices. <laughs> Regret it on Sunday, feeling hungover. And then, and then listen, listen to us on Monday. Monday. Like that. Yeah.